Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirshner. Georgia RICO defendant Kenneth Chesbro has filed a motion asking the judge to dismiss his case, claiming he was justified in giving the Trump campaign the legal advice he did about the fake elector scheme. Glenn says this motion won't go anywhere. Well, friends, all of a sudden it's raining motions. Donald Trump and a number of his criminal associates, his co-conspirators, his co-defendants are filing motion after motion, trying to avoid being prosecuted, sort of desperately looking for an escape hatch that they will not find. And these motions range from weak to frivolous. For example, one of Donald Trump's co-defendants, co-conspirators, attorney Kenneth Cheesebro, just filed a motion claiming that the judge should dismiss his case based on the defense of justification. He says, Judge, I was justified in doing the things I did because I'm a lawyer and I was, you know, writing memos and giving advice to my client. And, you know, I'm entitled to do those things. I'm justified in doing those things. So you should just go ahead and dismiss my case? Here is a little flavor of the motion just filed by Kenneth Cheesebro. He calls it a motion to dismiss the indictment under Georgia state law, the applicable statute. And he says that, you know, the fact that a person's conduct is justified can be a defense to a prosecution, to crimes that are charged against the person. And here is what he tells the court about why he was justified. Mr. Cheesebro is an expert in constitutional law and acted within his capacity as a lawyer in researching and finding precedents in order to form a legal opinion, which was then supplied to his client, the Trump campaign. Yeah, but the problem, Cheese, is that the things you were advocating involved a fake elector scheme that was designed to criminally, corruptly, unconstitutionally overturn the results of an election. So you really don't have a justification defense just because you claim that as a lawyer, you're allowed to conduct research, write memos, and advise your client. True, but not if it is all with the view, with the goal, with the intent 
of overturning an American election. Let me use a somewhat more relatable example. It's like if somebody was on trial for murder and they said, judge, judge, dismiss my case because I have a, a justification. Now justification can be a defense to a violent crime, including a murder. What type of justification? Well, how about self-defense? I had to exercise deadly force to repel the attack, to defend myself from death or serious bodily injury. Therefore, I have the defense of justification, specifically self-defense. You may. There is a recognized law of self-defense in virtually every jurisdiction. But here's the thing. If you claim you have a justification like self-defense, that doesn't mean the judge dismisses your case. It means you make your case to the jury. You present the evidence of justification of self-defense and you let the jury decide. So a motion like this being filed by Kenneth Cheesebro is going to go nowhere. Coming up next, Glenn talks about another frivolous motion that was recently filed in Georgia. This is Justice Matters. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Mark Meadows has filed an emergency appeal of a judge's denial in his motion to transfer his case from Georgia State to federal court. Glenn explains why this motion is also a loser. Let's talk about another motion that is going to go nowhere. You may have seen that Mark Meadows, Donald Trump's former chief of staff, tried to get his case transferred from state court to federal court, and the federal judge who presided over the hearing, Judge Steve Jones, said, uh, Defendant Meadows, not even close. I'm now paraphrasing what Judge Jones found, but there really was no evidence warranting a transfer from state court to federal court. So Mark Meadows took an emergency appeal. He wants to appeal Judge Jones' decision, you know, denying his request to transfer his case to federal court. And he said, and um, I'm going to need the appellate court to stay or stop or pause the state prosecution against me while I, you know, appeal this ruling of Judge Jones. That's going to go nowhere as well. And frankly, the appellate court just issued an order expediting the reply 
to Mark Meadows' motion, the reply that will come from District Attorney Fonnie Willis's prosecutors. And this is something that will not delay, in my opinion, the state court prosecution against Mark Meadows. The appellate court will act on this and they will likely deny Meadows' appeal, and I suspect they will do it very promptly. But here is my favorite motion that was recently filed. It was filed by Donald Trump's attorneys, and he's trying to kick Judge Tanya Chutkin off his case. She's presiding over Trump's federal prosecution in Washington, D.C., for trying to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. And Trump's attorneys filed a motion to recuse, to remove Judge Chutkin, saying she can't possibly preside fairly. Her impartiality is in serious question. Why? Well, because she said some things when she was sentencing other insurrectionists over whose cases she presided, and she was the sentencing judge, and she had the nerve to say some things about the insurrection and even about Donald Trump, at least by implication. So she can't possibly be fair. She can't be impartial. Here's the thing, friends. When you file a motion like that, you probably ought to have some precedent, something supporting your argument that because the judge said something during an, a related sentencing hearing of another defendant, somehow that means she has to be kicked off the case. Let's do a two-minute Team Justice Law School class on precedent. Now, what is precedent? Well, you probably have a pretty good sense that precedent is when an appellate court issues an opinion, hands down a ruling, that the lawyers will take that ruling, and if it is relevant to a case that they're litigating or a motion that they're making, they'll use that ruling as precedent. They'll say, you know, judge, an appellate court has already kind of decided this issue in a way that is favorable to my client. So I'm offering you this precedent to help you decide this issue. Here's the thing. Precedent is most helpful and most relevant when the facts of the case that the appellate court decided are at least a little bit like the facts of your case. Here's what I mean by that. If other judges had said the kind of things that Judge Chutkin said, I'm gonna read you one of the sentences regarding what Judge Chutkin said in a minute that's included in Donald Trump's motion. If some other judge said something that's very similar to what Judge Chutkin said, and an appellate court said, ooh, that was bad, that's disqualifying, that shows the judge can't be fair, it shows that the judge's impartiality can reasonably be questioned, therefore that judge needs to be removed, recused, kicked off the case. Well, if there was precedent like that, that would be important, it would be valuable, it would be helpful as a guide to try to persuade Judge Chutkin that she should remove herself from the case. Okay, let me give you a little flavor of what Trump's lawyers put in their motion seeking to kick Judge Chutkin off the case. They said that Judge Chutkin, when she was sentencing an insurrectionist, somebody who attacked the Capitol on Trump's 
orders at his direction on January 6th, a defendant named Mr. Palmer. She said to the defendant, Mr. Palmer, you've made a very good point, one that has been made before, that the people who exhorted you and encouraged you and rallied you to go to the Capitol and take action and to fight have not been charged. That would be the higher-ups, the command structure, the suits of the insurrection. She didn't say that, but it's pretty clear that's who she was referring to. And those people who told you to go to the Capitol and fight have not been charged. Judge Chutkin went on. The issue of who has or has not been charged is not before me. I don't have any influence on that. I have my opinions, but they are not relevant. That is one thing Judge Chutkin said that Donald Trump's lawyers pounced on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She said she has opinions? She can't preside fairly over Donald Trump's prosecution for essentially the insurrection, for trying to overturn the results of a presidential election for the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. She has opinions about that. Friends, everybody, even judges, are allowed to have opinions. But what does Judge Chutkin say in the very next breath? I have opinions on that, but they are not relevant. You know, if judges were not allowed to have any opinions about anything, well, I don't think many cases would be tried because you couldn't find a qualified judge. Just as when we are impaneling juries, Jurors have opinions about all sorts of things, including what happened on January 6th. And it's not that they're disqualified from serving as jurors if they have opinions. They're disqualified if they say to the judge during jury selection, judge, I can't set my opinions aside and decide the case based only on the evidence I see presented in court during the course of the trial. I can't be fair. Well, that is a juror who is not qualified to serve because they can't set their opinions aside. But having opinions is not a disqualifier, not for a juror and not for a judge, particularly when the judge goes on to say, I have opinions, but they're not relevant to this proceeding. So this motion to recuse, to remove, to kick off the case, Judge Chutkin will go precisely nowhere. Judge Chutkin will get to make the decision in the first instance. The motion's been filed with her and she will have to, she's ordered a reply from the prosecutors, from special counsel Jack Smith and his team. She will read the reply. She might have an argument on it, give the defense the opportunity to explain why these things she said somehow renders her unfair or incapable of presiding fairly over Donald Trump's trial. But here's what I want to leave you with, friends. If the defense had some precedent, if there was any other appellate case out there that said, ooh, when judges say this kind of stuff like they have an opinion, that's really bad. And that really does require the judge to be recused, to be removed from the case. If there was any precedent anywhere in the country the defense probably would have, should have, cited it. 
but you can read this short pleading forward and backward and you're not going to find a single case with that kind of factual precedent. Why? Because nothing that Judge Chutkin said or did is disqualifying, requires her to be removed from presiding over the prosecution of Donald Trump in federal court in Washington, D.C. So she will remain the judge and she will preside fairly, impartially, and independently, and she will give Donald Trump the fair trial he's entitled to. Because justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.